Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Yizzo! Oh, you actually <laughs> sounded <laughs> okay. You heard it. I heard it. You matched the pitch and everything. I said, "Oh, <laughs> Shanti's on a new level, honey." Yes, I like your blackest king look. Oh, is that what I'm giving you? I wasn't even trying. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't though. Oh, I hit the mic. What's crack? Oh, I just love that water bottle. Why don't I have one? Why didn't you think to get me one? I didn't get this. This was stolen from me. From you or one. for you? For me. It was given to me. Must be nice <sighs> to have people that steal things for you. And consider Girl, you in that way. Yeah, let me steal this from my bitch. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Yo, you said that so hard. What's crack -lack? Am I going in the updates first? Yeah, you do that. Let's switch things up. Mm. Keep it on their toes. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I am, I am. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> I have been applying to jobs, not even as many as I should. I've been doing more research than anything else. And that's horrible. Ugh, it's so hard. The research or applying for both jobs? of them, both of them is just like a lot. It's like a, it's a full time job. So I sat with myself the other day and said, okay, your schedule probably feels really free. You don't have this nine to five, but guess what? You have to approach finding a job like a job. So you clock in at this time at this time in the morning and from this time to this time you are researching from this time to this time you are applying from this time to this time you are reaching out to people about around the way curl merch from this like just having like I have to have a regimen I have to and so I've been doing that for the only the past like three days and it's been good how's it feel uh it feel it's up and down it's like uh there's, it's so easy to be distracted, but I find, and not when I put it in my phone, not when I put it on my calendar, but if I write down, like I have to have books and write down a list. Me too. I have to. It's the I only way. I can, all that. People have a sauna notion, all of these things. I'm none like. None of that works for me. Me And it's either. like, I get it when you're organizing groups of people and you all need to, like people are not going to have access to my books, but um, I understand that. But I for feel me, I'm I sane. need to write it down. It's so funny because me and my old boss were the same way in that way where we would have these inc like incredibly long to-do lists. And at the end of the day, we would send each other pictures of our lists. 
And, oh, wow. And like that was how we function. We'd be like, okay, I know you got this. I know you got that. Okay, it's on your list. You crossed it off. Like that was just how we got shit done. And we worked so well together because we were both insane in that way. So I've been doing that. Um, I had such a sad weekend. I think it just all hit. The full moon was coming too, even though that doesn't mean anything to you. But fuck you. I um, <laughs> I'm serious. No, I just shit fucks you up. I was over my uh, friend's house, and her husband says some fucked up stuff to me that like, and then like it was in front of people, and they all kind of you know tried to have my back and be like, "Are you okay? That wasn't right. He didn't mean anything by that." But basically, he said like. I'm doing the, first of all, let me give everybody an update that's on Patreon. Do you see the level? Oh, <laughs> that color combo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> when are you going to send me one? Because you know I can't keep my key. I always lose oh, keys I'll and send shit. You one. Everybody who can't see this, I am showing, people in New York call it a lanyard. But this Stop is Gimp. Stop saying that. This that's is not Gimp. what we call it. Okay. And it is a eight box barrel twist that is huge and fabulous and I just finished it and I was doing it over my girlfriend's house and I was I said to her husband I was like oh do you want one you want me to make your keychain he was like yeah I mean you really ain't got nothing to do like damn you ain't got and and then like everybody looked at him like why would you say it like that and he was like what I mean she's she don't have no kids she's single she ain't got a job like she got time on her hands and it was just like (gasps) oh Like, putting it all into perspective like that kind of crushed me. And I was over there to try to make myself feel better. And, like, you know, when you get into these places where you're not speaking, where you're not speaking kindly to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to X. You need to, you know, whatever. You need to surround yourself around people that love you. And he said that shit, and I wanted to go crawl in a fucking cave somewhere and just die (laughs) so that was hard and then you know I have I have did he apologize he ain't even know child and it wasn't even worth he I mean every he he just he didn't say it in malice he just said no he didn't say it like that he wasn't trying to hurt my feelings at all which it wasn't even worth the conversation it was just maybe uh, it wasn't you, to me. You hurt my feelings. Yeah, I'm good. When it wasn't you to said me because he really it triggered didn't mean a lot of. He thinks the world of me. So he was just joking, and he wasn't aware of the conversations that we were having about like it's gonna be okay, Antoinette. Like before he got there, he just walked okay. in like a bulldozer, the way he does, and and had no clue. So I, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I also have like a, people in my life who. You know, they they tend to, they go through their own stuff and they disappear. And I don't know where they, it's so funny because it's like, Beyonce's like, I don't, where do you go when you go quiet? And then like, that triggers me into this like, oh, I'm abandoned again. Oh, this person. Because I know like I have my stuff and my stuff usually revolves around feeling unlovable, feeling lonely and feeling like abandoned. Mm. And I don't know where I get these abandonment issues from. I shall, I, when I... When I do get a job, the first thing I need to do is go sit on the couch somewhere because I need to be like, what is this from? Like, what is this abandonment? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know some stuff, but I still don't know completely. And so when I get triggered like that, I just start to recount every person in my head that's like either ghosted 
or just kind of drop the ball. And I just start to have this narrative in my head of like, oh, here you go. Like, and even Mm -hmm. when I'm in certain situations, I wait for the ball to drop. Like in the back of my head, I'm like, this is nice, but I'm not going to let it be too nice because I already know, like, I already know what's going to happen. I already know that it's not going to last. Whether it be friendships, relationships, Mm. jobs, opportunities, like I'm always just waiting like, yeah, this, this is great, but who knows that kind of vibe. So that's hella whack. And I need to, I need to, I need not fix it, but I need to deal with it. And I, dealt, I feel like I, you are. Right? I am. Just I think I dealt it. with it yeah, better. Yeah, no. Because I, usually I don't say anything. I called you, you know. I, I even called Jade. And I it was like late at night when I was feeling like this. And I just hopped on my bike. My bike has been my saving fucking grace. I hopped on her at like 930 on a hot night and rode from Brooklyn to the city, sat by the water, and... Just like this is the work, girl. Just Ain't no therapist gonna do like how you doing for yourself. <laughs> Chill out. I'm mad though because I wanted to read what I wrote, but my book is across the room, and I'll, I'll go get it. I will have to move the microphone. I will hum. I will hum so people. Oh, hum! Sing. Actually, um, sing. Sing something. Swing sweet. low, sweet chariot. Come and want to carry me home. <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariot. Come and want to carry me home. My mixtape is dropping. <laughs> Your mixtape. 2021. Type. My mixtape. <laughs> Um, but I was like, okay, we're going to have a round the way curl affirmation today. I usually Shanti does them and they're funny, but this one But I am no longer funny. praying. Uh, Shanti <laughs> is now an atheist and has no hope Stop in the future. It. Are you really? Higher spirit or Girl, I've been there. Healing. I can bring you, I can get you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. M-O-B. I wrote, <clears throat> and I cue the music. Who's editing this episode? Me? I feel like it's going to be me. Sure. You got a lot of you shit going it. on. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell you got you got some weight on your shoulders. Let me sure. take that off for you, boo. Today, I release what is not meant for me, and I attract what is. I ask spirit and my ancestors to guide me. I ask them to reveal themselves to me, and I ask for clarity, for faithfulness, and for strength. I pray to be fully seen and fully heard. I pray to be loved. I pray to be affirmed and I pray to be held. I pray that all the places within me that believe I am unlovable and not good enough be filled with security and sweetness. I have much to learn and much to unlearn, but I am doing the work. No, I think that is what prayer is. And we should do an episode on prayer. Girl. Because I think... what it, our, I, I've been asking you to do an episode on prayers. You won't do it. No, you've been asking me to pray on the spot. You've been like, Shanti, uh, pray right now in front of all of us. And I'm like, dear God, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prayer. That's it. God, please help me. My, <laughs> my other daily prayer... My, my other prayers that I do say... It's so funny because I saw it on Instagram. And I don't say it in that word, in those words... But I, 
I do say it often. And like the sentiment is the same where it's like, dear God, please keep me different. Mm. Like, please. Please keep me different. And then my my daily I'm trying to be like these basic bitches <laughs> got me. <laughs> <laughs> but I also <laughs> and I think in that moment that's when I recognize like my my worth and my value and like how I, you know, what makes me different is what makes me great. But yes. my also daily prayer is to just I pray for your will to be done and I pray for what is mine to be mine and for what isn't to go the fuck away from me, to like get out of here. I think we should. I think that's what we should do. Cause I've been, um, I've been trying to pray more often and like even praying with Jojo. So it's something that she does. And, um, yeah, I I think that's, that's an idea there, sis. We're going to do it. What? We're going to do it. Yeah. I think we should talk about prayer because i think that's another thing that we get fucked up in our head is like we have to be a certain way know certain things have a certain language Mm -hmm. even know what we're praying to to like pray and i think that that's something to explore if you will (laughs) all right i also wanted to say something though piggybacking on your weekend and then you called me and um and you were upset and you were crying. And this is something you do easily, but I think this is something that you and I are both growing out of. I think that lots of times when people call you and they're upset and like you love that person, you're your friend, you want to like make it better for them and you want to figure out how to solve the problem. And you want to like, especially if, if people are explaining hard emotions and thoughts that they're having about themselves you want to like auto correct them and be like no girl that's not that's not true you're not unlovable Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always for people that are in friendships and for just people listening I think it's really important that we learn how to just listen and just not say anything so the person can just like get it out and not try to make it better with you earlier no, I mean, no. I'm for the most part when I call you and I'm hysterical, you'll you'll just like listen and you won't be like, "Well, this is what you should do," and I think we should just make it a practice to um to just be there for people. And I've I've had somebody call like call me or share something in text and be upset, and I was like, "Well, this is what you should do," and they were like, got mad at me for it. And then sent me this, which I think is, um, this is something we should all think about. So when we honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives mean the most to us, we often find that it is those who, instead of giving advice, solutions, or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand. The friend who can be silent with us in a moment of despair or confusion who can stay with us in an hour of grief and bereavement, who can tolerate not knowing, not curing, not healing, and face with us the reality of our powerlessness, that is a friend who cares. So that's a practice that I'm not good at, but I think, Antoinette, you're, you're really good at just like being quiet and let people talk stuff out. I'm only, but, maybe only with you. I'm not good at that with other people. 
Well, I think we should all practice that, like not trying to fix shit and just listen to people. Maybe the next conversation is working it out. But when people are just like emoting and have a lot to say, giving them space feels like the most tender and honest um, thing to do. Because then you're just kind of like, even in performance mode of like figuring it out with your friend when you don't fucking know either. So that's all I have to say about that. But go ahead. What else? Uh, I would like to apologize for not giving you my full attention just there. I ordered food and it's here, of course, very early. Should I sing again? Huh? Should I sing again? No, I, I just asked him to leave it downstairs. Is that a good... I don't want to break this up again. Jesus. 1249. Is anybody home? I'm going to ask somebody to get it. Chill. I asked for it to be delivered at 2 and it's here at 1245. Well, what did you order? That sounds delicious. Indian. I'm really invested. What did you say? Indian. Oh. You stay with some... Eth- oh, my God. Speaking of Indian. Chill. What? You found out you actually are Indian? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I was. Are you watching Indian Matchmaker? No. That's going into my updates, so... Go ahead. Go into your update. Indian Matchmaker is life. And Antoinette's getting up and walking away. <laughs> in this very moment so i'll share to myself how much i love indian matchmaker and a lot of people have been talking about it and i've just been like i don't like matchmaker um shows so i haven't been quick to start watching it but basically it is a reality series following multiple Mostly, there's some, but mostly um, Indian American millennials and their quest to find love via arranged marriage. And child, it is so much to unpack. I love it. I love the... It's on Netflix? Yeah. I love the way that it's like, it's packed with like, I love the tradition of arranged marriages. I mean, I... I don't love arranged marriages, but I love the tradition that they like honor and allow to happen. I love that the families are involved with the marriages, even though nine times out of 10, maybe that's not the best thing, but you guys need to get into Indian matchmaker. It is a sight to see. The most controlling parents though, coming from a child of controlling parents, I am completely flabbergasted. (laughs) at the way that these parents control and pressure their kids to get married at like 25. 25, if you're not married, you're like about to... That's too young. You're a shame. But they also chronicle all of the parents. Well, they don't chronicle, but they have this little little part where the parents or couples who have been married for like 40 years who have arranged marriages share about how much they love their partner that they did not know. My, and who had they grow into? They had to grow into love with my old like, roommate. Her parents had it arranged. They marriage. were mm-hmm. really, and, and they, they loved each other. Uh, eventually, her mom was honest about it. Like, no, I didn't love him at first. You kidding me? But eventually, that was my guy. And they wanted. Her, they had an arranged marriage set up for her, and she was like, "Yeah, it's a dub." She was <laughs> like, "I like the blacks." I, I know that they somewhere <laughs> flipping out that that child. Is with who she would. I know they just like, oh, 
you tried it. This will never work. <laughs> this will this ni- these hoes ain't loyal and these niggas. <laughs> but like, he belongs to the streets. This nigga belongs to the streets. <laughs> Yo, is this racist? I can't tell. That's how they that's the accent. It's it like if we did racist, a Jamaican accent. For it might be racist. That I'm shit. They're also racist too. Like they talk about. There's one part where they're talking of and colorism in Indian oh, culture is crazy. real as fuck. They're like, I don't want any South Indians because they'd be black. Oh, it, black Indians are the most beautiful creatures. Speaking Have you of ever that, seen a black ass Indian? Their skin is like. Oh my god! It's like red. It's like. Yeah, and their hair get oh no, they get black. Oh, like I've seen that too, but the, the, the undertone is red. Like there's a redness to them too. It's and then really they just have this thick black shiny hair. It's just like oh my. God. But anyway, they're like I don't want anybody that's too dark skin. Um, they have to be from North India. <laughs> it's not funny. It is not funny. It's fucked up. It's very complicated show, but also like. Also, there's an Indian Rashid on the show. <laughs> if anybody want to know who my boyfriend is, is the teacher dude. Basically, that's <laughs> Rashid. <laughs> I gotta watch it now just to see his ass. He's so sweet. I haven't. I've been watching nerd. ER, and for whatever see, reason, I don't have yo, any George tolerance. Clooney. I get it. I was like, I never got it, but watching ER, I'm like, he could absolutely. I get it, and he could get it. Soap opera, isn't it? Yes, but he could get it the way he. I don't like George. You would like him on the show. I see the charm. Now I get. I never liked him. I'm like I don't. I don't. I like. Yeah, he's handsome, but like I don't get the thing. But he's got like charm. Anyway, go ahead. Keep going. What else is happening? Oh, I also discovered a new salad dressing. Everybody, write this recipe down right now. You're gonna take two cups of. Are you gonna text this to me? You can write this down like everybody else's. Two cups of loosely packed basil. You can also include, and I did this week, which is really, really great. So loosely, two of, of herbs, but I include basil. I included fresh dill um, and parsley and a little bit of... Uh, it's two cups of all I of that or two cups yeah. total? Yeah, yeah. All of that. Basil, dill, parsley. You can put whatever herb you want in there. Whatever herbs rock. Or just no total. total. Okay. Total. A half a cup of olive oil or your olive of your or your oil of choosing. This should be olive oil for salad dressing, y'all. Get it together. Two tablespoons of lemon juice. I don't prefer that much balsamic vinegar, so I only put one tablespoon of balsamic vinegar, but you can put at least two. I put a tablespoon of honey Mm. and then salt and pepper. You put that in a blender and it is so delicious. And I have just been enjoying salads. I've been... And another thing that I learned is like, Salads with the full leaves are, it's not it. You got to chop up your salad leaves, your I romaine. I wish y'all could see her. <laughs> <laughs> you got to chop it up. We're not doing the full leafy salads. That's for the birds. We're going to chop up some cabbage to put in it too. Mm. Add some sunflower seeds. We're just going to make it 
into a wonderful thing. If you guys like sprouts, bean sprouts, if you're really into hippy dippy shit, listen, y'all. Thank me later. But that I've been even Jojo is like fucking up salads now. Shout out to Suleha who will never listen to this, but she sent me that, gave me that recipe, and I just added some things to it. Really good. Love it. <sighs> Speaking of Jolie, her birthday's coming, and I really want to, like, ten. do something around her being 10 and have some kind of ritual. So, but I'm, I don't, I want it to be near water, too. And um, I haven't come up with that? it. I don't know. It feels like, I in my mind, it would be with, like, a lot of other women. But because of COVID, that can't happen. happen. What's wrong with me? I, the white woman in me is coming out. That can't happen. <laughs> Teresa, whoever, is trying to come out. Um, so it may just be Shelly. me and JoJo. Shelly. No. But I really want to do something with her. And I've been trying to find the perfect water. I wanted to do it in New York. There's this If you do it, you better tell me body of but it's just logistically it feels so hard why and, um because it's like a day at the beach like you got to wake up super early you got to go all the way up there i've never been to this body of water what is it? so i don't know i have to i don't know the name i just saw it on hakeem's feed and it looks so beautiful and i was like oh i want to take her there but anyway i'm thinking through this i wonder if you guys could share by email or by um Google Voice. Google Voice. What are some things that are important for a 10-year-old to kind of consider in her life now? You know, I'm like, what do I want to tell her? What should? What do we want to be the theme of 10 for her? Mm. We're reading a really great book. I recommend this to all the mothers. It's called Bayou Magic. It's incredible. It's about New Orleans. It's about um, the African water goddess, Mama Wata. It's like, it's such a beautiful story but she talks about 10 being the year of like change and energy and luck and I dig some of that but I've just been meditating on what to do for Joe and she's down for it kids birthdays are a lot of pressure so oh that's Shanti. a thing <laughs> you look so I'm thinking about um what else you about to cry on the low no, I'm not. It's just it. it just feels like a lot to like make her have a nice birthday. But like nobody can come. <laughs> I can come. Why would you say you... something like that? I'll wear my mask. I be mask on, baby. Maybe I'll think this through, but I really want to take her to the New York water. But if I'm, you I'm were talk to, to take her to the New York water and then not tell me, <laughs> would be like what, what? the f- like you I know that's patholo- pathologically secretive and because I don't want to have to figure that out. I want to have to figure. I don't want to have to manage people being like, "Where are we going?" Me no, like, I don't it doesn't have know. to be. Just tell me, and I will get myself there. I'm gonna talk to Hakeem later on today to figure out where exactly it is, so logistically it doesn't feel like such an impossible feat. But either way, she's gonna have something happen. <laughs> we gonna do something, girl. Something for JoJo. Um, that's about it in my personal life and I'm taking morning walks which have been really great and I took one today in the rain which was nice but that's it over her what's next um somebody showed showed me Jaguar right (laughs) I don't know 
people know who Jaguar Wright is unless you like were highly invested in like Philly Neo Soul. I know, but when when she did Jay for people who don't know, when she did Jay Z's when Jay Z did his unplugged on MTV, she was the lady that sung Song Cry on there. People should know that. Unless you're like twelve. Okay. Then, then you some won't people know don't that know. either. You're like Jay Z, Beyonce's husband? God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what JoJo says. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, she is going off on Instagram. And somebody brought this to my attention and was like, you got to look at this. And Malik B, I may be saying his name wrong. Everybody in Philly who loves the roots is going to be so mad at me. And I apologize. I believe but, it's Malik. Okay. Yeah. Malik B, Malik. who is one of the founding members of the roots. Um, who suffered with addiction and like never really blew up in the same way that Tariq and Questlove and all those niggas blew up. He 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 passed last week, and so this triggered Jaguar Wright, who grew up with these niggas and like knows everything about the Philly neo soul culture and when. Knew everybody when they were coming up and getting put on. Had nothing. She just went off on all of these niggas. She called out Jill Scott. Basically was like, your girl's a hoe. And everybody knows. And like, she was like, she was like Jill, Jill had mad traffic. You can ask everybody and girls high. You can ask all the niggas in Central. Jill been a hoe. But that was my girl, and I wasn't going to say anything. And, like, went in and started talking about what happened with Jill and Erica and so gave some context to the tension that was between them that I felt during the live, like, the history. Maybe it wasn't tension, but they definitely had some kind of history. She's just been going off on everybody, going in on Tariq, talking about how he's just a trifling person. What? I mean, um, quest, uh, Black Thought. For Black people who thought. don't know who Tariq is. Black and just like, just spilling all of the tea. And that's not relevant to a lot of people unless you're like 30 plus in Philly. But she's obviously not well. She's obviously not doing that well. But she's, I don't think it, much that she's saying is wrong. <laughs> I mean, I it's don't just, know because my thing is always like, you know, she went off and She's pissed off with them. She's saying that they weren't that talented, that they this, that they that. And it's like, you know, that Malik or Malik uh, was the person that really was holding them down. And he was the talented one. And nobody knows what the deal is. Yada, yada, yada. Fine. You can't tell me that Questlove is not talented. She's saying that he didn't have street cred. They didn't have street cred. They were corn the corny balls from Philly that nobody banged with. And Malik was the one that gave him their street cred. And then Malik at the end was only making $300 uh, a month or how some shit. And it's like, I don't know how she knows all this. People go on lives and say all kinds of shit. But I'm, nobody's going to tell me that Questlove and Black Thought are not talented. You just can't. No. You just no can't and no. then she equated them they were like yeah they was all about mumia mumia and now they're on fucking jimmy fallon when were they ever what happened to mumia and it's like they actually do talk about that still they might not say it and they actually hold jimmy fallon accountable because when jimmy fallon has said fuck shit on jimmy Fallon's show they have publicly said like nah bro but they say it in a loving way where they have capacity and they have 
they have capacity for it and they have compassion for him because he's not a bad person. And I don't think that we should equate people's success, mainstream success with always selling out. And so that's like, I'm listen. I listened to her and I'm also like, yeah, but it also feels like you're really pissed off at the fact that you didn't pop. Yeah. The way they did. I can definitely feel that. She, there's definitely some bitter. It's definitely bitter. And then she's like, you know, they bitter. didn't put money on her books when she was locked up. Like your whole life went down a different path. You know, you yeah. got your son taken from you. Then your son was killed. Oh. Yeah. Her oh. son, her husband took her son from her. And oh, then I don't even know all she of that. said that she decided not to be put on or not to not to deal with the fame and stuff because she wasn't she, her husband was just going to take all of it anyway for in in, a, in the custody battle. And he was trying to get her to pay child support even after the kid turned 18. And like so that's her excuse for not pursuing music, for getting locked up, for kind of just fading the black. The Jaguar way she did. has definitely got some shit to her. I'm yeah, not saying I'm that anything, like, but I but I think she also knows a lot of stuff. Oh, and I'm sure I'm she not, knows where I'm the bodies not in, are buried. Anyway, it was just interesting. I'm not in any way just taking away their success or anything, but you know, it's always different on the inside than what it we see and perceive Absolutely. on the outside. And it, when it comes to black both thought, ends. that nigga is, when I knew of some of his activity, he was not very good. I'll just say it like that in terms of the decisions that he was making out on these streets. So, and I guess that's also a notorious thing that most people know as well. I think it's but, most people too. I think that most of the people that we know and love uh, many I don't know people, a lot of people that we make know it. those decisions I don't that he was making not not listen I think and I'm not talking about those specific decisions also shout out to the roots for putting us on the roots picnic but I would like to just say that, that does not mean that that, that I'm not I'm not saying anything I'm I, not I, saying that but I'm also saying that like everybody has their shit and everybody has their bodies that are buried for the most part, especially people who are, and she said it herself. What's so interesting is the same stuff that she's knocking them for. One, she feels jealous of. And two, she said she was doing herself. She was like, I was a fucking star. I was a fucking singer. I was out here. I had four or five niggas that, that nobody knew about. I had this. That must I had. Have been so, so it's like that must be so hard for her to like sit and see where they are. Of and course, and like I'm just screaming on a live. Right. In the car. So you're sitting here talking about how <laughs> Tyreek has done this, and then coming at Quest and saying he's asexual. Nobody's ever seen his dick. Like it's just. In oh a, my god. She said. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't have watched the whole thing. Like she's just. Some I of it's couldn't. just inappropriate. I couldn't actually I just watch think it's wildly thing. corny. I just think it's wildly corny of her. I think that, yeah, if you know where the bodies are buried, like these people, you were on tracks. You were on this. And as they blew up, you could have blown up with them. I don't have a doubt in my mind for that. But it's also not their job to make sure you got put on. Like I'm never going to look at Jasmine, for instance, and be like, why you ain't put me on? No. Go fucking glow up and do your thing. You don't owe me shit. Jasmine, I'm going to create a live in about 20 years. Screaming I, and in the that's, car. The, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking to myself. Like, they all came up together. And it's like, if I, in 20 years, decided to Jasmine, go on live. Jasmine, with her. That bitch ain't never study. Right. Like, that would be hella <laughs> whack to do. So, that's the lens anyway, that I look at it from. Like, listen. that's corny. So, yes. Have, have, do I know stuff that Black Thought has probably done? Yeah, but she he's put everybody's business on blast. And we don't and even know if it's true. Obviously, unwell. 
Exactly. We don't and even know if it's true. And that man is what, 50, probably 50 some years old right now and hopefully has learned life lessons, is doing better. I actually was just in a DM with him too, where we were talking because I have a, I have my friends over at Detroit versus everybody was trying to get him a shirt. And so my homegirl who I knew put me on the DM with him so I could get him the shirt. He was super cool, super grateful. So, you know. I mean, nobody's saying that he's an overarching, like, terrible person. I know. Like, I'm, I'm just, not saying that, like, he would be, like, in I'm the DMs, like, fuck you, you. bitch. I'm, t- I'm talking about Jaguar. I'm talking about the whole... I just don't... I don't like when people expose folks. Expose... I don't know. That, that whole thing just sat funny with me. Well, I was like, that's corny. Well, if you guys want to come to your own conclusions... Jaguar right. I knew Jaguar right ain't play. I knew from the jump. She almost beat me up in a club at Silk City. Can back I tell in the you day. something? <laughs> the the level in which that I would go wild. I can't even like I've never even seen you in an argument outside of arguing with me. So like the level of crazy that I would go if I ever saw <laughs> somebody try to fight you. Would she be didn't like, try to fight me. But I you you know me I back in the day when I was drinking somebody. when when I drank and I would like dance in a club and I was like trying to dance, you know, I'd be trying to dance with every fucking yeah, body. Shanti and I think I tried to dance boundaries. with her. I tried to do salsa dance with her. And the look that she gave me and the energy she gave me, I was like, oh my God, that's Jaguar White. And she is not down to salsa. <laughs> <laughs> I will knock her the fuck but out. But she's always been about it, about it. Up. Just, just Which, to fight for you. That reminds me of Rasheed and I were talking about who would be in our uh, whoop ass team like who would you call if you had to get somebody <laughs> this cracked me ass? up in the drive <laughs> please read what you wrote please read what you wrote well let me go on with this the the right, the, the, the premise of it's like you have to pick who would be on your whoop ass club like who you would call to pull up and Rasheed was naming his people and he named Rashid is her artsy he, boy by the way y'all and he was like but you know I would trade the best person on my team for Antoinette. The fact that you got Antoinette <laughs> on your whoop-ass team. Because the person that he has is crazy and, and relentless. Because you want somebody that's on your whoop-ass team that's like won't stop for anything and will come up with all diabolical ways of like... And you don't really have to like explain to them why you need them to whoop somebody's ass. Nope. She has all of that, but she just doesn't have the actual street cred or like physical like she would definitely if she would probably get her ass whooped but even though she was bloody she would get up and figure out how to like drive a car through their house but like he's like but even with her i would trade her (laughs) for internet because you're like all of that like you would probably fight a man absolutely you would probably pull up I would pull up. I would not. Not only would I fight somebody, a man, I would stalk them. I would sit outside their motherfucking house. You would technologically destroy their credit or know what their credit is. You would stalk them. You would find out who their mother I was. I would open up credit like, cards in their motherfucking <laughs> names and their kids' names. We doing so all kinds like of fuck shit. All of it. And he knows that he was like, but you're really lucky. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not on anybody's. Nobody's gonna <laughs> you're call Shanti. Definitely Shanti's. not on mine. <laughs> You I'm are not, not. On anybody's whoop ass club. Nobody's team. Nobody's gonna be like, yeah, I want Shanti. Cause that Shanti, and I realize you don't that. even in the, even when you see me arguing with people, and it's usually just our girlfriend, so I get it. 
But like, you're not gonna, you don't like, you don't be like, well, actually, I don't think that's right. But like, I got her back. You'd be like, well, you know, you're just like <laughs> on the fucking fence. And it's like, bitch, it's terrible. Half my when back. somebody came for you in Facebook, you ain't say shit. I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you were like, I'm not getting involved in this tomfoolery. I was like, this bitch. And I, I had it was a and nobody Rashid's on nobody's whip ass team either. That's why y'all perfect. <laughs> That's why y'all nobody's perfect. calling Rashid, but Rashid is crazy. Like I know if Rashid would be pushed, like Rashid would pick up a chair and throw it at somebody's. I have like, so many crazy. people on mine. I'm so blessed. You got Jade. Jade is the first call. You got. <laughs> Amanda, you can jazz crazy ass jazz and give up her ass. fucking. <laughs> yes. I have Malik. Shout out to Malik. Oh, you know who you, you are. Got Malik. I have definitely hit Malik up. And he'd be like, all right, just let me know if you need a car parked outside in an hour, I'll be there. I'm obsessed and, with and, Malik. And honestly, I have the OG of OGs as my motherfucking daddy. You got your dad. Like, don't play with me. People owe him favors. All of y'all Maybe. listening. Don't play with me. Don't play with Henry, <laughs> and don't play don't play with me, and don't play with him. But you don't even need that. Like again, you you're you ready to pull up. So I wonder if yeah. people are who's on your whoop ass club. Like you need to. Know I just who's said on your whoop it. Ass team. I, I'm talking to other people. Oh, my sister, my sister on there too. Tina, Tina, crazy, and nobody Tina knows that be, Tina's crazy. Tina would be get beat up though, but I, Tina's no, relentless. she wouldn't. I don't think that you understand. A Tina's scrappy. I fought. I've like lightweight fought Tina before. <laughs> She's cancer. That's right. Tina's cancer scrappy, and Tina. Tina's and also the person that will is like vindictive. So she'll be like, "Oh, bet got you." Like Tina's calling other people or Tina's writing some kind of dissertation or Tina's showing up at the court. She's asking for the manager. Perfect. Like, watch, watch me work. Watch me watch me flip this story real quick. <laughs> yes, officer. I'd be like, go ahead, boo. That's terrible. But my sister, child. She my would take some convincing not- to get there. My whoop ass is not my dad. That's for sure. It's definitely my mom. Like, my mom would be the one to be oh, like. Oh, bad barbs. Wait, who's on your? She'll try to fight you for no reason. Like you just go to her house and she wants to pick a fight with you. Who's on yours? Name them. You're you're on it. Desiree's definitely a crazy Aries, but Desiree would take some talking to to be like. Actually, she's quick to be mad <laughs> for no fucking reason as well. My mom's on it. I would count Jazz and Amanda on it, but I won't. I don't think I would. I would ask for a whoop ass team. That's it. That's your problem. Rasheed right there. is on it. I I know Rasheed would be. I know Rasheed would pull up without much provoking. If I was like something happened, but everybody needs to know who's on your whoop ass. Shout out to y'all. Uh, you know team. who you are. But uh, Antoinette's MVP. And we I'll, are I'll no way endorsing violence. We are um, <laughs> simply stating. And whoop ass does not mean it has to, you know, be violent. It could also just be a stern talking to or presence. So take that as you may. Next. What else? <laughs> Brandy came out with an album. <sighs> People try. I just kept seeing this picture of Brandy with like, what she have comedic? She had a comedic look going on, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, who cares? But people <laughs> care. People, people that love, love Brandy, 
People love her. I know that I should love Brandy. I know it because I know what she can do with her voice is like unbelievable. I know it. I don't. You gotta listen. No, you got you gotta listen to her. She can she can do like she's a vocalist. But I don't give a fuck about this album. Somebody said they were like, What is the fuck is Brandy talking about on this album? Y'all, like and it's a Brandy stand who said it. I was like, I know I'm not crazy. The production, like I got to song two and had to turn it off because the second song on there, that production is so wild. I just need everybody to know, like, you need to stay in your lane sometimes. Like your What's lane. She doing like Aaliyah beats. What's the production? She doing Megan just Mr. like Stallion a lot. Beats? No, it's just like a punch, a punch, and it's just like yo, relax. Like it just. Sometimes we just need a ballad, beloved. Like, we don't need all of that. Like, we don't want that from you. And everybody's trying to do this, like, sing, rap thing. And Beyonce got everybody's head fucked up where they think they have to do that. And it's like, no, you can be I want to be down, Brandy. Like, you can be that. You can be, like, have you ever, Brandy? And we'll love it. Have you ever loved somebody? That's what she sounds like to me all the time. I don't. I have to. Li- I don't give her any listening time, so I don't know her ability. But everybody keeps talking about her ability. I'm like, she's over here raspy mumbling. Also, in the same vein as Brandy, um, <laughs> Jordan Sparks came out with a new song. <laughs> I just want to say Brandy wins hands down because she's not aging. So that's. She's just like a Cicely Tyson in the making. Like, she's never going to age. I need to find this Jordan Sparks song because... Nobody cares about Jordan Sparks. Like, that's... Why are we even continuing with this? Can I just... No, is this a... Look at this. What in the... That's just what I thought. She dancing, child. <laughs> That's what I'm She's saying. So like, we don't want that from you, Jordan. And the but comments were like, "It was Disney. The, that was a Disney." They were like, um, "The spark is gone." <laughs> <laughs> but no, like Jordan Sparks. She's so sweet. So I want people to be nice to her, and I want to be nice to her because let's just keep it a hundred, okay? That's not what we want. People I find your lane Jordan. and stay in it. Jordan can sing, Shanti. I can sing, okay? No. <laughs> no. No. Jordan, listen, what we want, what I... mean you got to forgive enough to the people, okay? Listen, what I want from shower. Jordan Sparks is like <clears throat> Barbara Streisand covers and shit like that. Like just... Just light skin music. Just, like stop trying to come with this melanated <laughs> funk, bitch. You up. ain't got it in you. Oh. <laughs> you light skin. Like, oh, this is so you have, you're problematic. You're at a deficit. God. This is like... <laughs> You're too light-skinned to be doing that's that, That's fucked girl. up because everybody's like, you look like Jordan Sparks. And I'm like, that's how you feel about me. I don't say she's me. ugly. She's beautiful. I know, but you f- you must feel like that I don't have it in me either. And that's why I listen to Barbara Streisand and sing jazz covers. You want to be doing... Listen, what's a light-skinned <laughs> girl that can really pull that off? <laughs> Aaliyah. Aaliyah's not light-skinned. She's brown-skinned. She's on the lighter spectrum. No, she's... Here we go with this <laughs> argument. <laughs> Aaliyah is not Be fucking Beyonce. What do you mean? She's Creole. Beyonce is the only one. 
Beyonce is the only one. We're going to get to that later. We're not going to compare anybody to Beyonce in terms of... I'm super hyped, though, because Cardi B and Megan The Stallion have a song coming out on Friday, and I'm hyped. I can't wait. And for everybody that's on some, like, Megan needs to rest. Megan recorded that song, like, six months ago, at least a year ago with some shit, child. That ain't new. She ain't just hop in the studio and do that. So I'm hype. I can't wait. I like the album art. Can we it's just, cute. have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Cardi's cute. tongue. Can we just, <laughs> that snake tongue on her, it just gives me pause. It's like, oh, oh, Cardi. Like that is a lot to be working with. My tongue don't come out like that. I was looking at myself. No, she has that snake thing at the bottom I of know. it. I know. It's very long and then fat on the and then it goes and down. Then it goes in. Let me see. Put yours to the side. Our tongue's whack. Let me see. Our tongues are just regular tongues. Good, because, uh, you know, I feel like tongues are necessary for please Kundalingus. <laughs> How do you say it? Kundakente. Kundalingus. Kungaling. How do you say it? Kundalingus. Kung. There's no D in it. <laughs> there is no D in it. Oh, shit. Do you see what I just did there? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, but is that what you call it for when... <laughs> I'm so raggedy. You don't even know what that word Wait, means. Yes, I do. But I'm so raggedy that I thought that was only when a man gives it to a woman. I'm just thinking like the, the medical term or technical term... For when a How man, you spell this? or for when a woman gives head to a man, is head because I am from the streets. I hate myself. How do you say it, Antoinette? Congolingus. Conga. Oh, we're both idiots. Wait, are you googling it? Cong. Kundalingus. What? <laughs> Wait, why don't we type in oral sex? Real name. Fellatio. Yeah, fellatio is... Oh, deep throating is a... That's for men. Congolingus. That's what I... It's C-U-N-N-I-L-I-N-G-U-S. Congolingus. Congolingus. Conga. Congolingus. Congolingus. We need to move on. Yeah, this is a woman performing... Yes, a vulvalic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I knew it wasn't... I knew that this wasn't when a man gave a woman head. But you just said you thought that's what it was. No, I thought it was. I knew it wasn't. No, I thought it. I knew that it was when a man. Yeah, excuse me. When a man gave a woman head, I I was thinking to myself like, if a woman gives a man head, it's not called this. No, it's called head. Fellatio. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. (laughs) And I had it wrong the whole time. What are you? But anyway. Lip service. Kunda. I was calling it Kundalingus because I have I have no vocabulary. I, I'm so happy nobody ever asked me to come on a panel. I'll just have, be in there did like, you read the Wikipedia on this? They have other words for it: lip service, yes. tipping the velvet, muff Ooh. diving. That's disgusting. Oh, that's the whitest thing I've ever muff heard. Muff diving. Ugh. I hate everybody. You dive in my muff. I dare you to I dare you to text that to Rashi right now. You trying to dive in my muff? <laughs> I dare you. She's gonna be like, what do you mean? A muffin? You're making muffins? <laughs> All right. 
Oh, speaking of Kungalingus, I saw a... Y'all, this is just a hodgepodge today, so just bear with us. I saw this meme, because you know, we learn through memes. And this woman, her name is The Crimson Kiss. At the mm. Crimson Kiss. She's one of these people on Instagram that have like over a, a half a million followers, but their page is private because she knows she'd be saying wild shit. She don't want to get reported. But this was actually really dope. And she has, in quotations, I know he's toxic, but the sex is so good though. And then she writes, Let's start being honest with ourselves. The only reason why you think sex with your toxic man is so good is because that's the only time you feel seen and cared for by him. It's the only time he pays any bit of attention to your needs. Because you know like, the D is trash, basically. <laughs> but really, and so somebody, I posted that, and so somebody else wrote me, and she was just like, yo, trauma bonding often feels like passion. And I was like... Yes, that is that is so true. Like, so we, you think the relationship in which was toxic, but you had good sex was just y'all. maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was because I had to cling to that that quote unquote passion or good or good part of it so much for dear life because I knew it was going to end. That I was maybe fully present. The stakes were so high. And it was actually traumatic and it wasn't passionate at all. Not not all the time. But I'm saying sometimes definitely it's like when you have like this huge argument and you're fighting, you're this and that, and then y'all end up having sex and it's like, was it really good or is it trauma bonding? We need to talk mm. about that. We need to bring somebody you need on. To ask yourselves, Charles. Ask yourselves, is this really good D or is it really trauma? Child. That's a whole topic, the guilt. Anyway, moving on. So Philly schools, that's you don't have no politics as usual. I was actually going to ask you that. I thought you were going to like say something political. Why I'm doing politics as usual? Because you are fully capable. Because you are fully capable, and duality is the thing. Listen, well, we have a repeats of the Philly schools are now closed, and they're only virtual till November, right? And they're going to reconsider in November. That's what I saw. Is it November? Yeah. Child. See, that's why you got to do it because I didn't even look at that. I'm just going to I believe it's November. That was the last update that I saw, but I haven't been following Philly schools. I don't have a kid. JoJo's just not going to school. That's it. She's not going to school. I don't have the time to like do any of this. Like, we just got to get in a groove and groove it right. And I'm not putting her into those schools for them to then say she's not going to school for them to try to like they did last year all of a sudden come up with the virtual way that they're going to do stuff and prepare people it's just oh so she's not going to take part in the virtual learning either no i don't like that i didn't enjoy virtual learning I didn't. It didn't fit my life. So I have to figure out how I'm going to fit it into my life. Now, if I am going to be working with some other parents that are, or I'm working in tandem with like, I, I, I'm not interested in having her go sit in front of the computer five days a week and like have to keep up with the schedule that they have. I, I don't want to do that. I would much prefer having like a tutor or another, because a lot of teachers or folks are just like, 
I don't know. I can't. I have to spend the next week figuring this out. But no, because she requires me the whole like Jojo's just not ready to be an independent learner mm-hmm, at this time. Mm-hmm. Like she just can't sit in front of the computer for for four hours and then get off of it and then know what she's supposed to do and how to do it and do it independently. So that requires me to be like be there with her or be on top of it in a way that. I don't have the capacity to do. So I have to figure out what, how I'm going to do this and what has to be arranged. I know so a, a couple people now. here, hmm? I know a couple people here have found um, young people who are out of work, like college people and things That's like a that. Great idea. Who, even some of your sable, John Shanti, who, you know, are looking for a buck or two or whatever. It's just somebody who you feel confident Yeah, with. I would want it to be somebody who's taught before and knows how to, like, teach Well, kids. teachers aren't going to be out of work. That's one thing. They're not going to be out of work because they're going to be so, doing the virtual learning. But I have the network, that Freedom School network of educators and young people who I'm sure are looking for gigs, who I'm sure are, like, you know... Looking for ways in which to that. make if money. If you're a virtual teacher, if you're interested in, first of all, also f- like sitting down and being um, flexible with what JoJo needs to learn kind of thing, like at her pace, I think that's also a really important thing. I don't know. I just don't know. I have to figure it all out. But at this moment, she's not going back to school right now. And the whole virtual option every day on the computer followed up with an hour's worth of work or two hours worth of work is not, I can't do it. I cannot do that. That, And then we're going into winter (laughs) or I have to do it. That's another thing that I was thinking about this idea of like responsibility without feelings and not like mixing up my feelings with what I'm responsible to do when I choose my daughter and I have to put her education first, which requires I like figure out how I'm going to fall back on other work stuff. And that's just what has to happen until she's grown or until she's on her feet. But it's so annoying. I'm so over COVID. I'm so over this. I can't even explain to you how over this I am. It's so annoying. But that's all. That has nothing to do. It does have to do with politics, how politics are. Not really. Yes, anyway, you ain't does. got nothing to say about Joe Biden or, or none of them niggas? No, not really. I don't. I mean, we're still in the same predicament that we've been in. COVID's real. The Republicans and the Democrats have not come to any agreement on the next stimulus package. Their hard disagreement um, is on the unemployment package and the extra $600 a week. Um, What do they want to have it go down to? 200, 200. which a lot of people on unemployment, you only get paid, I think, 70% of your salary. So if your salary was already trash then, you know, you've got whole households that are really relying on that money. This is the first week that no one's going to get it, that they're just going to get the regular unemployment for God knows how long. They've definitely, they've suspended their, they were supposed to go on another summer recess 
And I believe that they suspended that as a result of not having um, having this sorted out. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is holding very firm. Uh, the the Republicans and she's getting some some backlash or whatever. The Republicans did offer a like short term. Okay, since we haven't figured this out, let's extend the six hundred for this amount of time, um, for like a month or something. And her. She said no to that because she felt like if they did that, then she would have to compromise more and be like, okay, well, we extended it, so now we're going to break it down. She's hard, She wants it until the end of the year. Um, the Democrats, I believe their their package that they passed was $3 trillion, and the Republicans' package is $1 trillion. And a lot of their money goes to, you know, corporations focus on the economy, lots of benefits for people going back to work. Um, but there are no jobs to go back to right now. And um, it's just, it's it's interesting watching how they navigate people's livelihoods and people's well-beings and how, you know, there are a lot of Republicans as well. Like the Republicans are at such a disarray. Like the Democrats are united on their bill, which is a good thing. But the, the bad thing is that the Republicans not only disagree with the Democrats, they also disagree within their own party. Yeah. So you have Republicans saying, we shouldn't do another stimulus package at all. People just need to go back to work. And then you have other Republicans that are like, no, we should do something, but it can't be what the Democrats are saying. And so everything's just kind of up in the air. And to me, it's just another... Um, it's an, I saw a graphic this weekend and I, I, or yesterday rather, and I posted it on Around the Way Curls about how, like, how we think that the 2016 election went, where we're, we have this, it's a graphic, it's a pie chart. And so you have, like, you know, a red and a blue, and like, who voted for Hillary was blue, who voted for Trump was red. And then you have, like, this little crevice of um, people that voted third party, and they're like, that's what you think. The 2016 election was. Then you have the re- the real pie pie chart where like almost half of the pie chart is gray, and the gray is filled with people who didn't vote, and that's really what happened. Is that there's blue, there's red, there's like this little sliver of independent people who voted third party, and then you have like half of the pie chart that's almost like none of you motherfuckers voted. So I just think this is another ins- you know another what is it um another it should be another push for us to take november really seriously and understand that we're not just voting for a president like there's other people that are going to be on the ballot and to do the research in terms of where you're voting of who's going to be on the ballot and to make sure that you vote accordingly to really look at the people that joe biden is um taking interest in in terms of his vp picks uh i just saw that kamala harris uh, Kamala, how you say Kamala, uh, that she just introduced a new new fibroid bill, and wants oh, really, mm-hmm, and she wants that to be researched more heavily, um, yeah. and I think that's so that's like so timely since we were just talking about that. So just doing our due diligence to understand, and it's and it's not just Congress, it's not just you know, st- you know, it's it's not just that, it's not the sen- it's like literally local elections, but this is a big one. It's a really big one. And I, I have anxiety about November. If we have to go into quarantine, given that we don't have a government that like 
cares about us is going to be a shit show. And I'm really scared that that's what's going to happen. If we have to go back into quarantine, the economy is just going to... I'll be honest. Like I just took all of my money out of the stock market. All of it. It's going to be a shit show. Like it's, we're we're so, going... We have more people unemployed right now than we did during the Great Depression. Let that I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. They keep pushing to open things up. Because they know what they know that like financially motherfuckers are not going to recover. And I think, I mean, I think also to be a realistic, you had, you think of all these countries that have done a really good job on, and I, I actually don't know how Ch- China managed people when they couldn't work, if they were given, um, we neither. what kind of financial relief they were given. But I know a lot of the European countries, you know, had already had a government in place which was socially like take took care of their people anyway so it was just like all right this is what we do any goddamn way let's just let's just put this in overdrive um but to have our com- our country that's like not about that and all of a sudden expect them to do that even though i expect them to do that all the systems that need to be in place and like, I don't know. It just feels like I'm just, I just feel so scared for this winter and this, this holiday, this like coming change of season. I just feel like, ugh, I've got to find a farm. I've got to find a farm and run away to the farm. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel nervous about everything that's, that's ahead. And I need to channel that energy differently. I know, but that's just like, mm. anyway, we have some calls. I'm really interested to what motherfuckers is talking about. What these motherfuckers said. Hey ladies, I was just calling in um, because I listened to uh, the last podcast about fibroids and I was just calling to give my experience. So um, I was diagnosed back in 2010. Um, My periods used to be like three weeks at a time, extreme fatigue, horrible cramps. Um, I then later had them removed. Um, I had a UFE and then a myomectomy done, and they were moved close to 45 boys. Oh, my God. Um, But at that time... I wasn't aware, maybe they didn't have all of the facts about how it can lead to possible infertility. Um, So now me being, you know, a year away from 30 and going down that journey trying to obtain motherhood, now I'm dealing with all of, you know, that affecting me. So because I had those procedures done, it has caused um, me to have scarring in one of my tubes, it's affected my follicle count, so I have very low ovarian reserves, so I do not produce barely any eggs, don't have a lot left, and they're not good quality. Um, and also, because of the procedures, it has caused me not to have good blood flow to my uterus, so it's mm-hmm. really hard to know if a baby would even be able to implant there. And outside of all of that, even putting my body through those two surgeries, I have fibroids that have came back um, a year ago. So my advice, especially to women, is make sure before you do anything, do all your research, look at alternative measures like 
you know, having fibroids is something that I feel like I'm going to deal with the rest of my life. And had I known <laughs> what I know now, I would have went about things very different. Um, but thank you for bringing in awareness, and I love you guys. Bye. That's crazy. They didn't even tell her, it sounds like. I mean, thank you for sharing that. This That is a, that's so heavy. I know. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. And I'm sorry, because there's nothing worse than like sitting with the reality that things could have also been different. Um, so thinking of you. Yeah. Thinking of you, I'm, yeah. I can't imagine what you're dealing with, but sending you all the light and love sis that's why we have to have more the fact that there's no research on this like real research yeah. like they don't have any idea what is causing this I think also it's just important to keep these kind of discussions going on all the time yeah. you know and people sharing being able to share and being connected to forums or communities in which women have or are experiencing fibroids to to help you as you navigate um, your own journey. Yeah. All right. We have one more call. Hi, this is Talisha. Um, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Been a fan since the YouTube days. Um, I think I might have spoken to Antoinette through Instagram about just the shit that's going on here and how um, we had a killing of a young man named James Spurlock, which I appreciate her, you know, getting more exposure. But I'm in the middle of finishing the most recent episode, um, The Critiquing Cancel Culture. And towards the end, Antoinette mentions uh, basically some guy drooling on her head during sex. And I can oddly um, relate. <laughs> uh -huh. I don't know what it is with these guys out here. I don't know what it is with these new breed of men. But I had a similar experience where I met this guy, and it was our first time doing that. And literally, some, you know, like the, um, I'm trying to find a way to say it without being too explicit. But basically, when it started to happen, he literally just swapped on my head and I had a moment where I was like nigga did you just drew on me and actually instead of it being awkward it was actually funny but that relationship turned sour because after six months of hanging out I found out that he was in a relationship off and on for five years with a woman who was currently pregnant and she just gave birth to a girl in April and they both will not leave me alone. <laughs> he has been borderline harassing me for almost a good month and a half. I just changed my number so him and her can leave me alone. But I just wanted to drop my two cents on Ollie relating to getting drooled on during sex. is <sighs> awkward. It can be funny depending on the circumstance. But... I just wanted to give my two cents. Um, thank you guys for all that you do. What? First of all, I'm so sorry. First of all, that went funny and then it, it went, went really <laughs> No, then it wasn't, then it wasn't like, funny. Like, what are we, what? 
the fact that folks we are enduring not only getting drooled on the head, but you also gonna uh, anyway. Shout out to us and love and light to us because this shit, Lord, be a protective shield. Listen, if on somebody our and our if heads somebody and drools on you, just bodies. know it ain't it. <laughs> If you can't control like your drool, you can't control your dick, you can't control your life. Get out of here. <laughs> if a nigga That's drool, don't think it's all about you. <laughs> know that is a red flag. That's right. Some people might be like, oh, I'm killing it because he's drooling on me. No, nah, this nigga is he, elementary. He's a, he can't he control is himself, not well, sis. And, and his credit score is low as low. fuck. Just as low as his damn IQ, child. Like, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Shout out to you. You know you are. <laughs> that drool, though. When it hangs from the beard, you will never forget it. You just look up. You see a bead on the beard, and you said, no, oh, not I even a made bead, a mistake. Bitch, a string hanging. Coming from the beard. Girl, I would have been <laughs> so turned. I, get the fuck. Put your goddamn <laughs> pants on and get, take me. Ugh. Oh, shout out to you. What's her name from Omaha? That's just happened in Omaha, Nebraska. Fuck. That's just happened in Omaha, Nebraska. You only imagine what's going on in Brooklyn. Like, God oh, it's damn, a mess over Philly, here. D.C., tri-state area, even fucking Nebraska is feeling deeply overwhelmed by the incapacity. And COVID is real. Oh. You cannot be drooling on people during COVID. Wait, could you imagine? Somebody... I have a girlfriend that was this uh, that's still dating and stuff. And my other girlfriend was like, listen, it's COVID. If you die, I'm going to write on your tombstone. She died for the dick. <laughs> I, I know. Like, oh, my God. Child. You cannot be playing these games right now. But shout out to you, Talisa. I'm sorry that happened. I'm glad you changed the number. Fuck him. And let that be a warning for everybody else. Yeah. You think it's funny until it's not. Then right, and then it wasn't funny. At first it was funny, then it wasn't funny. At first it's funny, ki ki ki, and then it's like, oh my God. All right, let's Ooh. take a break. I have no idea where this break is even going to be. Hopefully the ads play. We, got a, we have a new sponsor coming up next week that we're excited about, hopefully. So we will be back after these messages. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu 
slash podcast. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay. The moment we've all been waiting for, we're back. And we are talking about what, Shanti? Black is Kang. Kang! Beyonce is Kang. Okay. Are you ready for the stand that I'm about to be? Because yeah, I feel like you're you about to be really annoyed. You the way with this. Why? Oh, yeah, you get the what? Because Beyonce is your wheelhouse, uh, and Black is King. I know you done wrote notes and shit while you were watching it. I didn't. Like, I didn't. I actually, I actually, actually wish that I was more prepared because I have not had the proper time to sit with this and dissect everything that was shown to us through the genius. That is Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter, and Parkwood That's Entertainment. What you said there. Excuse okay. me? <laughs> what did you say? That was curated by Beyonce, Giselle Knowles. It, it starred her. She put it together. She is the vessel in which we received this art. Don't do that. No, you don't do I'm that. I'm about to shout everybody out that worked on this bitch, so don't okay. do that. That made it what it was. It's okay. Black is King, a celebratory memoir for the world on black experience. Hate it or love it, Shanti. I liked it. I loved loved Lemonade. I like this. Okay. It didn't hit me the same way Lemonade hit me. Same. But I really. Surprisingly same. I liked it. I liked it. I haven't thought about it since I saw it. Whereas Lemonade, I was like. Yeah, Lemonade was the heart of the matter. Lemonade And Lemonade, I also think, hit because we had just never seen anything like that from her. We had never seen anything like that. And we like had never seen had anything like that. From on a mass scale like that. Yeah. Given to all the people. From her. No. I love Black is King. It's a different okay. thing from Lemonade. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a celebration. Yes. I think that it's a visual feast for the eyes. I just think that, and and again, I want to sit with it longer. I want to sit with it longer so I understand all of the things. Yes. Because there's so much. Like, um, I think that I didn't realize, and watching it, so Lemonade for me was like, okay, it was perfect timing going through a breakup, going through my first like real adult heartache. And like, I needed that. I don't think that I realized Like, you know how, like, when you're thirsty um, and you don't really realize you're thirsty until you see water? You're like, damn, I'm thirsty as shit. I thought you were talking about thirsty for men or niggas. No, like actual thirst? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was thirsty for this until I saw it. Oh. Until I was like, oh, I don't see these images. We don't see these images. I don't get mm. this. Like, just, and it, it had triggered that realization in me of like, oh, I'm, I, I want to see this. And then I was also watching it. And, and while I was watching it, I was also thinking to myself, like, what are all the criticisms that she's going to get from it? And I hated that I was mm. doing that, but I was watching it like, people are still going to hate on this in some kind of way, despite the fact that this is basically a love letter to the continent, to the diaspora, to yeah. Pan-Africanism, right? Yeah. And to me, the very fact that like, so The Lion King, it's like a tale of what? Of stolen legacy, of, of coming back to yourself, finding yourself, mm-hmm. getting yeah. grounded again. And then mm-hmm. essentially like restoration, right? Like coming up through that and being like, okay, I'm restored. I'm going to restore the things around me. And so that's basically to me, I think what she has experienced herself mm-hmm. of being a young person and then coming up in America coming up in the game in like the whole record industry game, the entertainment game and being like maybe, maybe utilizing half of her, not even half and be like like a quarter of her genius for a lot of her years of being like this great entertainer, but not ever really having the depth and the thoughtfulness to her art that she has now. Mm -hmm. And um, having to go through, turbulence in order to f- go back home and find it and have like her Sankofa moment of like, Oh, I'm, I, let me go back. Let me go back and fetch it real quick so that I can be fully present in the now. And I was just, I was grateful. You know, I was, I, I, mm. I, I saw a lot of the, like s- even her like coming out and having, you know, the baby and having the reference to Moses. And I was thinking like, I know that she's not referencing Cause I don't think that she's like quote unquote a Christian anymore at all, but I know that I feel like she's a very much a woman of faith at this point in her life. But I even think like the referencing of Moses was more like, this is what black mothers do is like they birth these sons and they have to put them out into the world mm. without you are getting into the symbolism. No, I'm serious. Yes. But like I, I had to I'm sit with it. You. Like they had to put it out into the world, not knowing if they're going to be okay, if they're going to return, mm. if, yeah. You know, it's like the ultimate sacrifice of like, here's my thing that I created that is of me. And I have to put it out into this place that offers it very little protection. But the only protection I could offer it is like what I've bestowed on it and like spiritual and like spiritually what I'm trying to give it. So it was that. And then I... I also was so curious about, you know, the only thing that sat with me that was like strange a little bit, not strange, but I I thought to myself, she's going to get criticism for this, was the Mood Forever piece where like, it's just about opulence. It's just like in your face, I am rich. That's what it comes off, I think. It comes off as like, in your face, I'm fucking rich. I'm fucking American royalty me and my husband billionaires. But I also think that it's deeper than that. And I think that like the entire scene is like a flex, right? Of like, 
here I'm bedazzled. She has like the the white um butler. The white butler. You know, she has all of the but I think it's even deeper than just having like the role reversal. I think it's like this gaudy flex is like, why not? Like so often. They also have the chess pieces, right? There's, there's the, a there's chess the, all pieces, the black, right. the black and white chess pieces, and like. But it's but yeah. it's also and she's symbolizing like that golden era of Hollywood, that like black people were never really afforded the opportunity to like really enjoy and indulge in unless you look like Dorothy mm-hmm. Dandridge and you were half white and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I love, I just, it was, to me, it was like, it was very futuristic, even though it was like a ode to the past. It was very like this, this can be us. And these can be the images that are the new normal for us. And that oftentimes, you know, the, our lens, the black lens is one of like struggle, one of sacrifice, one of dismay, you know, like we, it's more, it's usually just those narratives are so different than like royalty and something that's regal and like blackness is not a monolith, right? There's a spectrum to it. But like, I think what I questioned myself when I watched it and and I found myself questioning it was why does this sit funny with you why are you so uncomfortable with seeing images of black folks like that and attributing it to them possibly selling out or possibly being about capitalism like I get that that's also a side to it but there's also something to be said of like why can't we view ourselves through the lens of extravagance and see that as a form of resilience as well. You know, like the gold chains, the sequins, the diamonds, like this lush ass mansion, the the throne. And it's like, I feel like we're in such conflict with that because we're also operating from a place of, of, a, of like a deficit. And I, I, I don't want that kind of lifestyle. But I, I think for me, I saw what she was trying to do with it. Um, and I ju- it just made me have conversations within myself about why those images and why, like, black people living ostentatiously. Oh, did you just hear that word? Bitch. <laughs> Child. Why that <laughs> possibly makes me so uncomfortable because I feel like, well, there's so much other work to be done. There's so much. You should be doing this, 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 and this. And, like, I don't know. Maybe indulging is okay too. And also I'm torn because it's like not to that extent, but that w- that's only one scene. But like, I don't know. I've talked a lot. I want you to keep going. Cause I've, ha- I have other things that I well, noticed. Keep going. You sure? Well, let's, before we go into the critiques of things, I think we should just talk about what we liked. Like the actual, okay. we, can, we can go into the deeper conversations about what, it means and what it okay. meant to us and all that shit. Um, but my favorite scenes were <laughs> when it first started, I got like a little choked up and my favorite scenes by far are the space scenes with the young boys like floating out in space. Oh, really? I just thought that that that's so beautiful to me. I thought that was gorgeous. I loved in mood, I think it was mood, the um, synchronized swimming. Yeah, mood forever. Thing, because yeah. you just don't see black people. I like, I just was obsessed with that. I thought that was so cute. I loved 
Um, of course, Brown Skin Girl was really, really yeah, cute. Yeah, Brown Skin Girl made really me Really love that. I... What else did I like? I thought Power was dope. Yeah. I love the scene that they did where... You're naming everything, by the way, but go ahead. Must- Mustafa dies in the Mustafa? woods. How they did that. What's what in the black ass? Mufasa. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa and Hakeem died. <laughs> oh that God! When so I become an old person, it's gonna be so <laughs> terrible because so I'm basically happy. ninety right Mufasa now. Died. Mustafa, go ahead, girl. <laughs> That's the Philly in you. Go ahead. That's a nigga around That's the corner. That's the Philly. I know mad people. Well, I knew two people named Mustafa. Child. Anyway, I thought that was dope how they did it in the woods. I thought the way they um portrayed what's the what's the brother's what's the scar. bad guy's name scar was dope scar's character was dope when they first introduced him um oh my god the scene where she's on the ladder and she just has hair for days i was just like oh my god just the hair it visually, visually it was it's just, just like a masterpiece it's, it's you can't sit there and she deserves awards for what that did visually she deserves it for cost for costume for i mean it's just like what and and yeah. they're black designers i just love yeah. it i'm like oh yes <laughs> i think um yeah so those are my my likes of it it was long it was long it's an it album long. yeah but for lemonade i was like this can't be done yet <laughs> i was just I, I i did find myself and that's nothing that's not of a that, that's not even worth mentioning i won't that's has nothing to do with it. I was still um, into it, but I wasn't as into it and lost in it like I was with Lemonade. I realized I was like, oh, I'm watching this and we're I think we're at, for me, everything that you said, but I also, I love seeing truly thick Beyonce. I said, baby girl that has some babies now. And she didn't. Was she thick? I think she was much thicker than she's so. been. I was like, oh, and this is no knock to her body at all, but I just loved it. I was like, look at, look at these. Mostly it was her breasts. I was like, you could tell she'd been breastfeeding. Yeah, her titties are big. And she got her ass done like Shanti. She never got her mares. ass done before. She has her never her... gotten surgery ever. Oh, Antoinette, <laughs> when you do that, it's so crazy to me. <laughs> but you really could see it. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Here we go with that. Here we go with that. Okay. I'm not doing I'm but not doing that. it was beautiful. I love, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. What did you love? The the video, the the whatever video where they're all mobbing. Yeah. Like videos with people mobbing are my favorite things in the world. That was so cute to me. I love that. And I love the dance of that. That was dope. Well, um Okay, so I I I love that about I loved her I just love seeing her body. I just love seeing her. I loved seeing her. Yeah. I loved, yeah, the hair, the costumes, everything. I thought that it was shot really beautifully. Um, mm-hmm. like some of the like the colors, the 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 actual the actual shots that they capture, like angles, the everything, the editing. I just was like, wow, they 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 did some work on this. And I love that album. 
the thing that that was mind boggling to me was how many people were like, "Oh my god, where can I find this music?" Like that shit is a year old and people just kind of, it was slept on. It was just so underrated and it was so collaborative, that album. And I just am so grateful that she took it upon herself to be like, okay, I have this opportunity with Disney. Let's talk about that. Like you have Disney. Disney is one of the richest fucking corporations in Z world. They have so much power and the fact that she stepped to them was like I want to reimagine the Lion King and I want you to let me do it and I want to like they don't give their likeness away to anyone and she's like and this is what I want and it's going to be a celebration of the diaspora I want creative control over it I want to work with black artists on it black filmmakers black costume designers, black makeup artists, black hair stylists, black, black, blackity, black, black, black. And I want y'all to pay for it and pay me for it and pay them for it. And it's going to be on your streaming site. What's up? Yeah. Like, I just, I get that, the, and we're going to get to the criticisms, but I'm also like, it's got to be a slow burn because there's criticism around that as well. And we'll get to that. So that really made me proud because I can't imagine all of the tape and the contracts and just everything like the red tape rather that they had to go through in order to make this happen um so just hella grateful for that I also I just love her I love seeing her face I just love her I love her and I love her arc like yeah this woman was popping her ass and like, and which is fine. We need that too. And the bootylicious, but like you could tell even in her interviews where she was just so, so rehearsed and just so not authentic, just not herself, where she was just mm-hmm. this product that they were pushing. And now she's just like, I don't even do interviews. Like, I'll, if I got something to say, I'll bring my cell phone out and talk to y'all and I will give it to, like, new, like, media. I'm not, like, I'm not y'all slave anymore. And that makes me so happy, especially in a business where it's so hard to do that. So, a, over a thousand people worked on this project um, because I and other people's crazy asses looked at the credits and there are like black ass names on there, like black ass names. So I just want to take a moment to shout out like uh, Lauren Baker, who is who I'm cool with, who is a creative producer at Parkwood, who worked her ass on this project. Stefan Ojo, who is that dancer that you were referring to that was mobbing? He's actually the person that helped Rihanna learn how to do like that traditional, um, what is it? I'm doing it, but I don't know the name of it. Whatever mm-hmm. that dance is. Also, he's worked with Janet, and he only has like 5,000 followers online, which, of course, followers, not all the clout, but like isn't super well known. Like it just shows that she did her research. You know, she reached out to Joshua Kissy, who I've been following since he was back on his street etiquette shit with Travis Gums, just on some young boy. We want to be photographers in Brooklyn shit. And now, you know, he created a whole um, platform and site and, and, database for stock images of black folks because Getty Images never has it. 
So you can just go to his site. I think it's... Uh, what is that? I need that. T-O-N-L. They're just stock images. And they're beautiful. And that. they're shot by black photographers, lit beautifully. Like, it's amazing. Um, Sir John, did you see her skin? It just looked like silk. Like, we are so... Is. Sir John is her makeup artist. Oh, okay. I mean, and then, um, I don't know how to say her name. Zarina Akers and her team, and they did all of the looks and the fashion, and it was all by black designers. And some of the, even though some of the people that were in there, I don't remember the woman's name, because, you know, I follow Mama Tina online. There was Beads by Ari, who was on there. There's, you know, Beads yeah, by Ari, she, she vended for, like, there's, that that's what I think is um It's a it's like Black Parade. It's like what she's doing. Like I'm gonna highlight all of these black businesses. Which was curated by Zarina as well. Dope. Um, but no, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I just I feel agree. like she's doing the work. Like it's it's bigger than mm-hmm. the uh oh, my lights are flickering because of this storm. I just feel like it's bigger than the visual album, it's bigger than all this, like this project ate and so many black people ate off of this project. Like mm-hmm. so many. And I just, mm-hmm. I just am in awe and in delight of this woman. And I also, the last thing, not the last thing, but uh, before I think maybe we should talk about some of the fucking criticisms, but the, the water, the water aspect is always an interesting one because we all know that Beyonce loves water. If you used to stalk her back in the day, she was always on a yacht jumping off a fucking boat into the water. Mm-hmm. And so you know that she uh, feels connected with Oshun, feels like that is her Orisha, and which is interesting because I would think she's Yemeya because she's always in the ocean. But or, Oshun's connected to water. Oshun's connected to the rivers. So, But Yemeya is the, the ocean. So there's a complicated relationship with black folks in water, right? Like you have the whole transatlantic slave trade through water, through the ships, you know, the middle passage, the water. And then you also have the water crisis on the continent where there's, I mean, we're waging wars based off of water. I mean, the water shortages, like people weaponize water at this point. Like there's Mm -hmm. people who don't have water, but then on the same respect, water is used for cleansing. Water is used for healing Water is used for baptisms. Water is used for rebirth. We are conceived and we live in water, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I just feel like there's so much symbolism and I, I'm curious. It's the same ask. It's not a criticism, but the same ask that I had of her for Lemonade was like, I wish she would deliver a breakdown. And of course, she's not going to do that because she's like, here's the art. You guys interpret it and do your, you do the work. But I wish there was someone from her team that was like, this was the intention behind this, 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 and this. I think it's everything that you just said. I don't think, what more do you want? I know, it's my, but it's, it's also my interpretation. And I'm curious to know if that's in alignment with what, because oftentimes I feel like people give us art and we interpret it and they're like, oh, that's what you got from it? That's dope. Mm. And that's not even what their intention was. But it's like, that's the beauty of art is it, it'll, it does something, it awakens something in you, you know, your interpretation and what you get from it is what you needed. This is just the vessel. Yeah. So I just, I love her and I'm never not going to love her. And, you know, 
I'm going to have issue with people. I think, I think it's, I think it, I think the amount, the, in my opinion, I don't know if it's true for everybody, but I think, first of all, I also want to give a nut. I just think that Michael Jackson's probably looking down Uh. and being like, yes, bitch. (laughs) Like in terms of the event of videos, Mm -hmm. like nobody else makes watching a video a thing like Michael Jackson and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And I think I just, I was thinking of him watching that. Like he is just somewhere like, "Ah." blessing her. Like, yes, Virgo. Yes. (laughs) Just go ahead with your crazy self. Um, And I also think as much as I want to criticize Beyonce. And I think again, she deserves criticism. I think she's showing the ways in which she shows up the ways in which she includes incredible talent and like has a team and uses their genius to create this imagery and this storytelling for everybody to see and the ways in which even though I think she's a capitalist and capitalism is far more gross than is it is good I do think that she uses, she's just complicated. I think that the capitalism um, or her symbolism around capitalism and the way that she invites and Jay-Z invites and inspires folks to like, towards ownership and like making money and using it towards the community. um, As much as it's short-sighted, I think that it, is it people are inspired by it and people are excited by it Mm -hmm. and that's not something to put your nose up at yeah that's that's a necessary part of the work right yeah and I think she's in just like you said for her to have this collaboration with Disney for her to have you know access to Vogue for her to have the platforms that she has for Juneteenth Mm-hmm. Um, and creating Black Parade, for her to use her power for good as best as she possibly can, I think always, I, I think that outweighs the critiques or balances out. That's what I think it does. It balances out the critiques. It's never like this. Like You can't just trash Beyonce without saying, but actually, but what about this? So I feel like she's She's pretty balanced in that way. I don't ever want to put the 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 good before the bad or the bad for the good in my interpretation of Beyonce and all that she represents. I think what gets difficult and what I wish more people knew and what often gets lost is that this new iteration of Beyonce could not and would not have been done without the black creatives, without the artists, without the writers, without the videographers, without the stylists, without the, the historical folks that have been paving the way from the very beginning and just their thoughts and their theories. Like she curates all those people. And I think a lot of times we conflate that with like, that's Beyonce's genius. And I think her genius is in her ability to her visioning 
her power and using her power for good and her including all of those people towards these visions that she has. But for people to think that, you know... It takes a lot of work to have the right people at the table. No, I think that's a genius yeah. that she has, is to be like, oh, I saw this person's work. I want you to do this. This is my idea. And then they collaborate, and then they make that happen. But for people that don't necessarily know the art world or don't necessarily know... Yeah. The amount of people, a thousand people worked on this and collaboration <laughs> and the genius it takes mm -hmm. to make those looks think that like, oh, it's all Beyonce. And she doesn't necessarily have to do the work of saying like, oh, this is what I did. This is on me, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if. But even in having those I think artists. it's dangerous when people think that this is like Beyonce is like doing all this when it's like, yeah. no, it's it's. It's worse than Shire who Bro. made your heart thump right. like that. Like Those, it's, right. it's, you know, the the work of Zarina's Acker, I don't know her name, that like made your jaw drop. And as much as people cringe at Beyonce being light skinned and being the center of all of this, I just don't know if the effect, because of where we are socially and what we're used to consuming, I don't know if anybody else could do it. I don't know if anybody else could do it. Let's I don't get know if it that. would knock the same way if it was Kelly Rowland. Because Beyonce is like... Let's get into that. Not only does she fit the aesthetic that we're all problematically addicted to and like think is superior, but she also has the skill set, the talent, the, the taste, the power, the credibility, and the years of fucking work. Like nobody can take away the years of work that she... And the inner work that she's obviously doing or has done to like be thoughtful enough to use her power for good. And as much as we're like, oh, Beyonce's light skin and she's the center, and that was off putting. I I'm didn't not going feel that like, way, but go ahead. I felt like she had a brown paper bag in reverse in it. She was like, if you're not, if you're the, the color of this paper bag or lighter, you can't be in this. Everybody else has to be like brown skin. So she has all these like darker skinned people and she's the center of it. I, that she had centering Beyonce is always going to be problematic because she's fucking light skinned with long blonde hair that's and that's crazy. her look. I, I think that's crazy because that she can't help how okay. So here's the here was a tweet from Erica Hart, who many people know. She's a activist. Yeah, whatever. Uh does anyone want to discuss how Beyonce in quotation in parentheses rather, a light skinned person is the center in capital letters of a piece about Africa and blackness, a continent colonized by white people and is greatly impacted by colorism. So I'm just wondering y'all's thoughts on the responsibility of the artist not to play into that. I think that you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Beyonce cannot, this is my opinion, Beyonce mm -hmm. cannot change the color of her fucking skin. Like, I don't know, like, so because she is light, does that mean that she can't give us this, give us this gift? No, and, and but it's always, go ahead. In addition, I disagree. And maybe I need to, again, maybe I need to watch it again. But she's also, and, and we're talking about the responsibility of the artist. The responsibility of the artist, I think for her, is to recognize her privilege and to say, okay, I have this privilege. I'm Beyonce. I popped off in Destiny's Child maybe because I look the way I look. And she's more talented and the better singer and the better entertainer, in my humble opinion. 
But also, there are all of these other artists out here that deserve the same platform that I have. So I am going to share my platform with them and put them on, which is what she did with this album, which is what she did with this. I don't know what else people want from her. She's not going to be able to battle colorism on her own. And the very fact that the song, the damn song is Brown Skin Girl, and she's trying, like, she's got... She had what an albino no, no, girl no. in there. She had an Indian. Uh, let me. Just, I'm. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about this tweet from Erica. She had. I'm mean, an Indian woman. I. I saw mad people. I saw a whole thread on Twitter where they were so grateful to be a part of that conversation because of the colorism that we talked about earlier that exists in that country. So to me, it's just like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like the lady is fucking trying. She's trying to big people up. She's, she, and, and she has every right to identify as a black woman, to, to identify with the continent, to identify with the culture. And, you know, colorism is, doesn't start or stop with Beyonce. That's all I got. Like the whole argument that yeah. she might not be the person that should have done this to me is just like fucking banana. I don't know if that, I don't think that that was the argument. I think that, that. Again, that, that's optics not that's are important, a lot of right? other people's arguments is what I'm saying. I, I don't I don't think that's the argument. I just think I'm saying that I've read I've read that, the, the threads on Twitter and that that is a lot of people's arguments. That somebody else should have it should have been Kelly Rowland to do not it? necessarily Kelly Rowland, but she as a light skinned woman shouldn't have done it. We're, we're also but we're not going to dis. we're not going to. Act as if there were somebody that had the somebody that had the equal talent, beauty, life setup, drive, skill as Beyonce, who was dark skin, would have would even be at the stage. No, I've, like if it was from a start to a finish, like we. I don't it, disagree I with that would, at all, but I don't think that that, that means says something. I, it does, but I, I don't think, think that, that it means that Beyonce shouldn't be able to. I'm not do saying that she should. She's just critiquing. I think it's just a it's just a critique and it's just it's it's also not Beyonce is where she is also because she's light skinned and that and if anybody were to to not to say that that's not true then you're 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 not being realistic because again if she has started the same place as somebody else who was black as fuck it just wouldn't be it just wouldn't be the same outcome it just would not be the same outcome and there has yet to be a black woman, black person that has reached the fame anywhere of Beyonce and Michael Jackson. I mean, Michael Jackson was a white woman <laughs> at the end of his career. And that, that's, that's, that is telling of society and not of people's talents or capabilities. I just want to say that. But I also want to say, I don't think that... Beyonce has to change who she is mm -hmm. or make herself or decenter herself because again, it just wouldn't knock the same way. People wouldn't even have the same interest in it. But not even just in the that. Same it's way. the same thing that you say to us and is like she should be able to show up as no, her full of self she should. in her full capacity, she in her should. full glory. And we of have course. to deal with our shit around why she is mm -hmm. centered. We and we have no, to try I to dismantle that, but that's not. And she is trying to dis dismantle it. I think that it does not. I think that 
sure that's right, but I don't, I think it's naive to think that having her centered, having her have access to the people that she has, and having JoJo see that does not, it doesn't do the work of reversing that. It just supports that. And beyond, what can Beyonce do? She's light-skinned. She got the shit going on. There has to be... I, I don't know. I think everybody is craving and waiting and demanding, and hopefully it happens where there's a time where there can actually be a real example of black not being a monolith and that story being told and shared and taught, quote-unquote, to black folks by somebody that doesn't fit the status quo and that's that's going to be the radical fucking that. work and it's still happening there's that. folks out there that are doing that but they're just not the fact that she is the best Beyonce of, platform the, and I, I think that's the, fact the critique that she has is like to it's be still because that's the only way that, what? the fact that she has to be the vessel because of how she looks is the problem she's you I think she's you yeah but that's not she's her using fault the power that she is has. what my thing is I I didn't get from I, if Beyonce were to do a whole music video and she would never be in it, would be ridiculous. And people would be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing, Beyonce? Where are you? And if people were to expect her to do that at an artist at the level that she's at and the stage that she's at in her work now is is just not, it's just, you're just throwing right. water on a wall like it's not going to do nothing i mean this is going to I, I, I don't expect that of her this is going to be a a conversation my, my only critique of beyonce like throughout this what i appreciate about her and what i wrestle with and i i wonder if she wrestles with she has to um is again i and i i think it makes me not neutral I don't know it just makes her like balanced I think the good and the bad it just makes it really complicated for people because now you know she's definitely trying to represent and share the story and the effects and the and the beauty of like spirituality and black spirituality and history and like trying to show this depth and then she all of that is often dressed with diamonds and jewels and like beauty. And she's also, again, this light skinned person. I think it's just, it, it is complicated. That's all I can say. It's just, it, it, it's just a mind fuck for me. Cause it's just like, yeah, but that's beautiful. But also I love this so much, but damn, and that's just that's that's it. I don't know. I don't know what else I want from her. I don't think I want anything else from her. I'm never mad at her. I'm never like I admire her. I love her. If Beyonce were to leave this planet, I would be devastated. And when she does, you know, I'll be the sixty-year-old woman like that bitch fucking left her mark on this, ch changed this world. So I have nothing but respect for her. That's what it is. I don't have any lack of respect for who she is. I think um, I think this this next criticism is um, no name. Actually, it's interesting that we just talked about that. Her, she wrote, "We love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism." 
Hope we can remember that black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. And I don't think that's a criticism to Beyonce. I think it's just a thing of like, hey, reminder. It's complicated. Right. Yeah. And I'm not. But I, again, I like what you said when you were like, I don't can't ask this woman for anything else because I think that. Again, in her not to say she can't do more, but I can't demand it from her. I, think I don't she's know. Doing I don't much. know how much more I can ask of her, in all honesty, or how much more. Like in terms of, well, her. I, uh, I'm talking about me, but in terms of her, you know, even her employing these people goes much farther than what you think. Like my friend Laolu, who worked on Lemonade and who has consulted with her about Orishas and uh, Yoruba, he, his entire life has changed. His cousins' lives have changed back on the continent. His cousins' kids' lives have changed as directly resulting from one email that this woman sent him and said, do you want to work on this project? Let me know. I like your work. And he's now able to feed and care for his family and care for himself in a way that was not even fathomable before and heal people through his art and yada, yada, yada. So I don't, when I say that, I don't know how much more I I can ask of her based off of like her circumstances and shit like that. But I will say that a, a real criticism that I have and it's for Disney plus is that the shit's not available on the continent. Well, when China finishes developing and taking over Africa and creating the technology, exactly. technology and the infrastructure it is will, will be okay. It is complicated. <clears throat> it's complicated. I, I, I'll say Beyonce uses, is using her power for good. The fact that she has and the ways in which she has created this power should be something we always ex- examine and why she has that power and who doesn't have the same kind of power and why and who will never have that same kind of power is something we should always be cognizant of. Definitely. To use your word. And I will just and remind folks that it is not her job to dim her light and to dim her access based off the fact that she no. was given it. If you light skin with long, curly, blonde uh. hair, Pull up. You are so irritated. If your body is a 10, show it off. I would like to end with something that Lovey <laughs> wrote. Oh, my God. What did Lovey say? She said... <clears throat> also, we all need to shut the fuck up. I know. I end this with everybody. Wait, let me read shut this and then the you say that. <laughs> myself included. I'm so tired of talking about shit. Go ahead. Oh, you have a podcast, so I don't know how this goes. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, All right. go ahead. She said, Black is King is Beyonce's um, transcendence into the greats. Beyond argument and beyond doubt. If Beyonce decides today that she is done with music and making art and running shit and she won't release anything else, she can do so knowing that she has cemented herself as one of the greatest entertainers that has ever graced this earth. How does it feel to know that you've made your ancestors, descendants, and gods this proud? 
How does it feel to know that you have done that thing? Only 0.00005% of those who walk this land will ever do, which is to make sure that when you leave this plane, your name will not be forgotten. How must it feel to carry the weight of the crown of fulfilling your purpose without letting the pressure crush you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't ask this bitch for nothing else. Ciao. My queen. <laughs> my queen. Oh, my goodness. All hail. Yeah. That's why I love her. It's not the images. It's not the this. It's the fact that, like, it's that. How must it feel to carry the weight of the crown of fulfilling your purpose without letting the pressure crush you? Well, we don't know. We just don't well, know. Seemingly, I think she took it too far. Seemingly, we. I mean, how, our greatest people listen, have not died, lived, ended their lives. Well, guess with, what? She seems like she seems all I right. Mean, Michael Jackson also turned into a white woman, and, so we should have known he was listen, not well. We are rooting for Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce feels. Like she's okay, and that she is navigating that that delicate Shout balance. Shout out to Blue Sir and Rumi, and then she dedicated it to I Sir. I know. I was like, oh my. Her God. little Simba, and Blue was giving us <laughs> Blue was giving us looks, honey. Blue's coming. I said that Blue. Throat. It was very interesting that Solange wasn't in there though. I was like, where's where's Solange? Solange is doing her Why? Own shit, yo. Solange. No, you don't make something like that and don't include her. Rasheed made a good point, Michelle and I want to shout out either. to Solange. I think he made a really good point. He says Solange is is often Beyonce's testing ground. Like Solange will will try some shit, work with some people. I know a lot of those people that Beyonce know or had access no to way it because Solange of Solange. didn't creatively consult on this. Some of it had her written all over it. And I, I, I think that I, I just, I wonder how that. There's and where was Michelle? Well, I want to know where Michelle, Michelle was. Michelle was online too, and somebody said, "Yeah, girl, but where, but where were you at?" And she said, "She said I was minding my business." Exactly. Like, also, why does she it have say? to be all that relaxed? Maybe I was busy. I can't wait for Michelle has her Jaguar right. <laughs> You just live in the car. <laughs> I don't look at people's absence as a as a diss, you know. Like Kendrick Lamar right, wasn't so in that shit. So when I go shit. to this river with JoJo and you ain't there, you're gonna be like, wait a minute. That's different. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. I've had to go to the bathroom for at I'm least done three hours. To you too. This was a long one, but I think a good one. God bless the queen. What should we? What song should we end with? Power, they'll never take my. P- I love that. Shout out to Tierra Whack. Shout out to the young girl. I don't know her name either. She's like 19. She was writing for Beyonce, making all that guap. Shout oh, out is to that what it's them. about? Is it about all the guap? I don't know. See? Is it Uchi Wali Wali or is it one mic? I, 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 I don't know. I don't have the answers. That's what keeps me up at night. Girl, I just know it ain't right. Girl, you selling stuff at Sable. You selling healing stuff and getting money off of it. Everybody got to get a dime. Do we? Do we? That's why it's it's just confusing to me. Conflicting. I think people, I don't think money is inherently bad, but to have billionaires, to have the way that capitalism works, the way that it disenfranchises people. I don't think my business disenfranchises or exploits people. I do charge, upcharge. You do upcharge. But I also, I don't think that it's exploitive. 
And I don't know. Another person said another thing when I was like, me, 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 Beyonce billionaire. They're like, you don't know how she did they spend their money. And I was like, true. She has so much stuff. Like in Houston, she's got whole housing projects that she's built. True. Like we don't know how they spend their money. She's got that Mind whole your fucking business. Stop talking. Worry about your credit. Thing. Worry about your community. Worry about your fucking. And she's tried to help with the water crisis over there. It's complicated, especially when you got these other players like China, like this. Like no, we can't. My, we can't afford to mind our business. We can. We just mind our business, mind our community, and make sure you have your right, backpack your for community. when the world ends. Oh my god! All right, go pee. That's <laughs> it. Mind your business. Mind your community. Stay local. Support small businesses. That's not what everybody wants to do. If Beyonce stayed local, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have all of this gift. No, I don't mean like you're. You're. For for most most people, they should mind their business. But maybe not. Then we wouldn't be talking about anything, and we would not have a podcast. So, and we wouldn't be challenging the status quo. So, status quo. Go peach out. I'm trying to get some grills. That's all. Like you just said two weeks ago, you weren't trying to get grills. grills. (laughs) You just. I want some grills. I want my panties and my bra to match, and I don't want to ever worry about anything. But. That's, you just that's said a couple weeks ago, I don't need things. I don't need much. I don't need much. I said, what about your grills? He was like, I don't need a grill. I don't need grills, but I want them. I don't need it. I don't. Girl, your you head's going to explode lot, soon. But I do want some grills. Your head's going to explode. Live your fucking life. You keep trying to figure out the right way to live it. Just fucking live it, yo. Get your grills. You might get some grills. Get your fucking grills. Get some panties. And get some, and get some socks that match. <laughs> you already got a bed. You got a new chair socks. that I have not seen. I got a bed. I haven't seen that chair before. I got a chair. I'm going to put some artwork up. Child. You, you live in your head. I want you to get out that head and just be. It's my Gemini moon. It's so annoying. Anyway, whatever. I got, got things to do. And... I have to pee. It's been four hours. Stop Girl, I ordered Indian food 18 hours ago. This is a long ass episode. Oh, you're going to fuck it up. That's something to look forward to. Yes. Enjoy it. Goodbye, everybody. Rate, subscribe. Rate, right? Yes. Go ahead, rate. Shanti. Say it. Rate, subscribe, and call 1 900 Hustlers. What's the phone number? Come on. Why don't you just put it in your phone? 215. 215- Nine four eight two seven eight zero. Please call us at two one five nine four eight two seven eight zero. As Shanti yes. yawns. Yes. All right, boo. What did you guys think of Beyonce? Share your critiques. No, this or mind your business. Share your critiques. Maybe just share your thoughts. Why does it have to be a fucking critique? Can't you just say I love to it. hear somebody just blah 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 talk about how good it was? That's just not provocative. Yeah, but you just want everybody to mind their business. You're fucking like <laughs> it's hard to know which if way. If you to were be. to take me serious, you could be in so much trouble. <laughs> You're in so much trouble. But shout out to you. Shout out to your fucking whoop ass team. If you ain't got whoop ass team, you was in trouble. Shit. So Rashid, that if. If Sorry, y'all get married, then I'll, I could be on his whoop ass team. You can by default, by, by default, proxy. Yeah. You're, 
But like, I'll let him know. I'll text him that until now. y'all get married. It's like if I'm there, I'll jump in. Yeah, you ain't gonna be like, well, what did he do? I'm like, girl, what happened? What That's does Shanti have to do? But with if it? I'm in the what? cut, like I'm be like, all right, <laughs> let's go. Nigga say he would trade you for everybody. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> Must feel good to be protected like that, boo. All right. Okay. Bye bye. With that, we're out. <laughs> you have just heard an around away curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. I'm going back to the south. I'm going back, 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 back. When my roots ain't watered down. Growing, growing like a bob tree of life on for the ground. My ancestor put me on game. Long time on gold chains. With my old shoon in a jail. Drip all on me. Uncle, I just should keep it. Hold up, don't I? Stella, Sasha, not to buy incense. Yeah.